Hi, welcome to Q the Next Leader. This is Angela Rizzo, Chief Marketing Officer at BinQ. Today, I had the pleasure of speaking to Ray Clark at Byerly Ford in Louisville, Kentucky. Ray is focused on using the VinQ Vehicle Buying Center to buy used cars for his dealership. Ray deployed the VBC uh, just a few months ago, and already he and his partner in crime, Kenny, are buying 20 cars a month. Ray uses a common sense approach to select the vehicles that he needs, um, and he's going to tell us all about his process and his experience working with VNQ. Let's listen in. Started in the car business kind of late, uh, probably about 15 years ago, whatever. And, uh, and then probably about, about eight years ago, uh, I started buying cars. So uh, that's really all I do at the dealership is buy cars. How long have you been in the car business? Did you say 15 years? Yeah, about 15 years. Um, and so uh, you say you, you buy the cars. Are you, do you run the the BDC? Do you run the Vehicle Buying Center? What's your your title and your role there at uh, Byerly Ford? Uh, basically, uh, I don't run the BDC at all. I, I uh, it's expanded because at first when I came here, it was just, a, you know, Try to buy cars at the auction, but then we've expanded mainly with with you guys because now we're trying to get more cars off the street than at the auction because the because uh, the, the thing was in the past uh, you know usually you're buying three year old lease cars you know people turning in their cars but people quit turning in their cars a couple of years ago so um, but anyway that's uh, so now I, we buy a lot off the street and through VinQ. Yeah. Great. So you're, you are the guy at the dealership that is in charge of the vehicle buying center. Right. Right. That's, that's, that is just me. That's all I do. Yeah. Uh, are you the only person that's buying cars at the dealership? Uh, yes. Yeah. Sometimes my boss, uh, we'll look at a, the local auction here, which is Clark County Auto Auction. Uh, and occasionally he'll look around, but 95% or more of all cars bought uh, are from me. Yeah, by me. Okay. And how many cars would you say you buy in a month? Yeah, so right now we're probably doing 20 cars a month, mainly through uh, off the street, BenQ. And just a few at the auction. Okay. And how long have you had the VinQ Vehicle Buying Center? I think we started that in May or June. May, I think it was. So the way we operate is that uh, Kenny now goes through VinQ, and uh, and he will check. Uh, we don't have really. We, we kind of have rough criteria of what we want. And so he'll go through there, and if there are cars that are reasonably priced, um, he'll get their VIN number, and then he gets it to me, and then I'll do the appraisal and get it back to him, and he does the contact with the customer. So it frees me up to look for cars at auctions and to do the VIN queue 
Um, What's the radius, uh, the the number of miles that you're searching around your dealership? Uh, to... uh, 40 miles. 40? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's amazing. The uh, people, uh, uh, you yeah. They, they will come here because we're going to hand them a check when they get here. So, yep. Do you find that you're getting better quality leads from Facebook, Craigslist, autotrader.com, or card gurus? Or are they all, they're all just part of what you're seeing uh, in the app, in the VinQ app? But does, does one stand out more than others? Um, I think we're getting better response from uh, Facebook because I think on Facebook um, sometimes people are just trying to sell their car, but car gurus and Auto Trader and Craigslist, I think they feel that their car is worth a little bit more, and they think that that process will work better. We'll buy from those people, but it may take a month for them to realize, you know, we will just write you a check. Are there uh, some features or functions that you really like? Yeah, the, the thing that jumps out the most is um, the, uh, I can see pictures, I can see the car, and you know the miles and what they're asking. Um, and that's, a, that, means that makes going through the, the list and what cars you're interested in uh, very efficient. So that's the, that's the big thing I like about that is it's the speed with which you, which you can go through the cars. You know, if you're, because we'll either use yours uh, or Kenny now, we either we just use a Kelly Blue Book uh, appraisal you know what's your what's your car worth, and uh, and your uh, appraisal um, to give us an idea. And if they're if they're in that window, close, you know, within a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars, two thousand dollars sometimes. You know, we have, well, let's give them a number. So mm -hmm. it's it's just the speed with which we can decide on which cars to go after. Um, we can get to people fast, especially if they're, uh, you know, within range. But we also, so let's say if someone's like, we're five thousand dollars off, so we we just set them aside and wait for them. Because what's the other neat thing that FinQ does is, so if we trash something, then they come back out, that we can tell on FinQ that you know. They've dropped their price by $2,000 over a month ago. Uh, so now, now they got a reality check, so now we'll go after them. Yep. So uh, that's another thing that I like about it. We can just throw something aside, and if they do come back, uh, we'll see that number, and we'll see where they were you know, a month ago. Yeah, because it tracks all the, all the data uh, by the VIN, right? So that data is right. already there. It's all there in the, on the platform. Yeah, yeah, that's very, that's very helpful. Have you ever, do, do you actually deal directly with the customers when they come in or do you, are you just setting the appointments for them 
to come in and then uh, another individual in the dealership will, will handle the conversation with the customer. Yeah, I greet the customer and then I go out and inspect the car and test drive the car for a mile um, and then let them know. Every one that we have dealt with so far, uh, we've been okay with. We've never changed our number on them. Um, they were always, uh, everyone's been always been honest about the condition of their car. Because sometimes, can it go, is, is your engine light on? If it has, you know, it has like 140,000 miles, still check, you know, is your engine light on or anything that we need to be aware of before you come in? And then, then he'll, he'll also give them instructions on, uh, you know, if you have a payoff, what you need to do to bring in. So everyone knows before they come in what they need to do. And we always, Kenny will always ask to make sure, is there anything you need to tell us about the car? So every time they come in, then I just take over from there, and it's always been very smooth. We have the people in and out of here, and probably on average in 20 minutes or less. Wow, that that's amazing. They must love that process. Yeah, they do, and we've just added something uh, to that. If they do not have, uh, if they're from the state of Kentucky, and because we do get Indiana people too, but. Indiana, we can't see the, uh, the the Ovis to see if there's a lien on it, but we can in Kentucky. And if they don't have a lien on it, uh, we'll go ahead and make the check ahead of time just because of the track record we have. And so when they come, they're out in less than 10 minutes because I'm just going to inspect the car, say it's okay, and just hand in the check, and they sign a couple pieces of paper in the title. So we're trying to make sure that people are really happy that they think the, the when you, when you meet me and I already have the check out, but I'm going to go check the car, people are pretty comfortable at that point and realize, yeah, we're, this is going to work. Right. So we're hoping by word of mouth that helps get around a little bit. That's really a great process. Do you find that they come back and then buy buy a car from you at some point, or, or is it just kind of a one transaction and then they're done? Uh, we've had two people come back. Um what kind of reaction are you getting from your customers about your your process? Um, we've had pretty good pro we had pretty good luck because, like I mentioned, they know what's going to happen when they come in, and I think that's that's always been you know, sometimes in the sales business, uh, car sales sales business. You know, you're always leery of you know what are, what's going to happen when I get there, how am I going to so we try to let them know exactly what's going to happen when they get here and what they need to have. So, we, I mean, we have not had one problem. Um, the only problem we have is ahead of time, well, I can't find my title. So we, so you just got to file for a duplicate title, and it'll take three to five days, and then we'll just come in and do it. It'll be fine. So, um, so everyone seems to leave here pretty happy as far as I can tell yeah um yeah. do you have any other comments do you have any other comments to share Ray about about your experience um I guess the uh, the key about this is, is, as I mentioned before it's it's if you have 
when you have someone that's within your range, you know, within a couple thousand dollars, the faster you get to them and the faster you get a number to them, they're going to pay attention to you. Um, so uh, that's why I think it's uh, – we try to have our, what do you call it, incoming, like, I mean, cleared out. You know, as fast as possible in the morning and at the end of the day. Uh, I, I think if you do that, you're gonna you're gonna reach your goals. Uh, you're always gonna have something go a little bit fiery one way or the other. Sometimes you may get extra lucky or bad. You know, have some unluck. I just think if you stick with it and do it right away in the morning at the end of the day, you're gonna and you contact those people that are. Uh, in that range, uh, you're going to get cars. So when I go to, you go to auctions, um, you know, you, I'm looking at Fords and Nissans. It's so competitive now, it's really hard to buy outside your group or your, your store. But, um, but on BenQ, you know, we bought 2010s. Uh, 2012 for buying uh, it's it's premium cars cars that you know, cost ten to fifteen thousand dollars most people cannot write a check for that and those cars are worth that and uh, you're getting that mid car you know that's an easy car to sell versus an expensive car so uh, it's the variety of cars that you can get plus that mid-range uh, car that you know with 80 to 120 thousand miles, it's worth like 12 or 13 thousand dollars. That only way that person's going to get that is usually from a someone that can just write a check for it. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's that's changed our our lot. The BenQ cars are because they're they're more the average car out there. Did that make any sense? Yeah, it did. It did. So when you go out and look for those the for those cars. Uh, are you going as far back as 2010, or do you go further than that? It does it just depend on the car make and, and the miles? I just kind of use my common sense uh, in that. You don't, really don't go back more than 2010. Um, I mean, he'll look, and if he thinks it's something interesting, he'll let me know, and I'll, I'll look at it. I mean, you don't want to close the door on anything. You don't want to get too old of the car. Uh, and then on the miles, uh, we kind of limit it to 140, 150,000 miles. Because uh, we, we, we have to retail it and most of it we have to finance it. So you have some limits on that. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so. So he he did he does he doesn't have set limits, but he doesn't go too far outside this. And and I guess you found that that is your that that those those makes and models and mileage that gives you the best ability to turn the car as well, right? You you're looking right. for things that you're gonna you're gonna be able to sell. Right? Yeah, because we we bought a I can't remember what it was now. Buying a car for eight thousand dollars and turn around and sell it. And I mean, people 
$11,000 car with 100,000 miles, it's a small car, I can't remember, Chevy something. Uh, and uh, people want that. They don't mm -hmm. want to spend a lot of money for it. Yeah, if you can keep it in that range, that's de definitely, you can either, if you do have to finance it, your payments will be pretty small. Um, or, you know, many people can probably just write a check. So the, the other factor that goes into that, if, it, if we have a car that's uh, nine years, uh, so it has to be 2013, and if it's under 100,000 miles, uh, it gets a it gets a we got a warranty to put on that car, which makes it's like a ninety day warranty. You know, hundred percent. You know, anything goes wrong, we'll fix it. And people really like that because that way you're not going to be caught off guard by something happening right away. Mm -hmm. Something just happened to the car. It wasn't something we knew about. So uh, that's what helps. Uh, so that's a little window we have of being able to. Uh, but those some of these cars are able to pass on to the too. I do think that sometimes maybe I've seen this in a lot of world at all times, but it's just common sense. You're looking at cars. If you would like the car, then someone else will like the car. Thanks, Ray. I really appreciate you taking the time to meet with me. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Q the Next Leader. You can find out more about VinQ and our solutions at VinQ.com.